I always say it's like a library of your soul. So you get to access the library of your soul and ask questions, see if there's something that was happening in the past life that's uh that's an energetic Welcome to If I Don't Laugh I'll Cry show with Christina Johnson, a podcast where I help my community find true happiness and freedom through mindset, spirituality, and entrepreneurship. I'm going to talk about the things that people are afraid to. So let's do this. So welcome back to the If I Don't Laugh, I'll Cry show. I'm Christina Johnson, and today I'm so excited. I have a very special guest here with us on the podcast. It's a treat. We're going to get so much value out of this. I'm so excited to welcome this very special human to the show, Natalia Oakfield. Welcome. Yay. Thank you, Christina. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Uh, You're very welcome. I'm so excited to have you on here. And I just can't wait to learn more about you and everything that you're doing right now. Me too. I'm excited to, to chat. Okay, so let's tell, you know, our audience a little bit more about you. So, yeah. Um, All right. Um, So like Christina said, my name is Natalia Oakfield. Yeah, I'm going to read your um, bio so they know who you are, what you do. So Natalia Oakfield describes herself as a curious soul. She's a Reiki master, an integrated health coach, and she recently has added Akashic Reader to her resume. She has a podcast called Spirituality and Shit, and as if that wasn't enough, she actually works as an auditor from nine to five. How do you fit all of that into your days? Honestly, when you are like reading all of that, I can't even believe it. It's a lot, but um, I guess with passion, right? Like if you have to have passion for the things that you're doing um, and you you have to organize yourself in a way right. to make things um, work for you. Right. And kind of let go of what doesn't work and keep what does. But right. Yeah, Pivot wherever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So take us back to like being a health coach and your transition to becoming a Reiki master. Sure. That's um that's a good story. I ha- I haven't told this story in my own podcast yet, so you guys are going to be the first to hear it. Oh my God. But uh, all right. So about six years ago, when I moved back to the U.S., I was living in Brazil for about a decade. I'm um, originally from Brazil. And I moved back, got an office job, just basically doing what I'm used to doing, uh, but not happy and just really started questioning um, my life, my career, my choices where I'm at and if that was really all there is to life you know Monday through Friday and then just the weekend to rest and do what you love just didn't sit right with me so I started to explore options of what else do I actually like right because I had been working and still am working with um, accounting you know like you said I'm an auditor ever since I became a mom, just kind of because I had to get a job and make money, you know what I mean? And at that time, six years ago, I kind of allowed myself to explore things that I actually enjoyed, right? And that's where I found uh, IIN, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. And that's where, I mean, at that point, it was just something that I wanted to do just to explore. I wasn't really sure what I was gonna do with it as far as a career. But I think it was six months into me taking that class, I had a friend who was a health coach and she she did online health coaching, right? And she invited me to do it with her. And it was with Beachbody. I'm sure you've heard. Yes, yes, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, it seemed like the right thing to do because it was just how, I mean, I was you know, learning about getting people healthy. And I was seeing my friend do really well, like actually saw her making a really good amount of money. And I thought, you know what, let's do it because the health coaching classes that I took at IAN, they were really great, but they don't necessarily prepare, you know, like how do you actually open a business? How you don't have that type of support. 
maybe they do right now because I know they've updated a lot, but it's been a while. And also, you have to have money to invest, right? You have to have money to invest in your own business right away. And I did not have that. And with Beachbody, I, I invested like $160, I believe. And I started seeing clients and helping people. And that really, that was good for me. I felt really good, right? right. And that lasted for about two and a half years. But I started to really notice that helping my clients with food and exercise wasn't enough. It just wasn't enough. There was right. something deeper. Um, yeah, I just, I felt like I wasn't helping them the way that I should. And I started to feel a little guilty even for like charging them on a monthly basis, seeing that I wasn't really getting to the bottom of what the issue was. So I started to question a lot of things myself, but eventually decided to move away from Beachbody and I was actually doing Beachbody while I did like a meditation challenge for 27 days by myself. Wow. And in the challenge, I got a real like light bulb moment that I needed to explore energy healing. And that's when like Reiki came into my life and everything flowed with such ease that I didn't really have time to question it, you know? And like you said in your opening, like I'm a I'm a curious soul. I I always have questions. <laughs> I didn't have time to question anything. Right. Everything just worked out so easily. And yeah, I just I just knew it was what I had to do. And here I am. <laughs> wow. And when you feel that ease, it almost tell it's like uh it's almost like your intuition is like telling you okay wait maybe I should move into this and start doing mm -hmm. more of this every day and into my life and integrate it. So yeah. for the audience who doesn't know what Reiki is because it is absolutely incredible for all of us and I think all of us need to know more about it and if you could tell us a little bit more about what exactly Reiki is. Yeah, absolutely. I am super excited that it's becoming becoming more popular and that people will learn more about it and have more access to it. Reiki, it is energy healing. It originated in Japan um, in the early 20th century. It is basically the life energy that is um, all around us. So it is uh, not when we do energy healing, right? Reiki healing, it's uh, the Reiki healer, me, let's say, and I position my hand on top of chakras or specific places in your body where you feel like you need the healing. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily in the seven main chakras. And I'm basically just a channel to this life energy all around us that surrounds us in the universe. It's not really my energy that I'm giving out. So I think that's important to know. It's not like I'm getting depleted from my own energy. That doesn't happen at all. I'm just standing there as a vessel to allow that energy to come through and help healing, help you in your healing and everyone else that needs it, um, helps you relax, it reduces stress, helps with anxiety, it um, helps for, for your sleep, it's um, definitely something that a lot of people will comment like, oh my gosh, I slept like the best night of my sleep after I had a Reiki session, so that's something that people definitely come for, and yeah, it's, like I said, I'm just happy that it's becoming more popular and people have more access to it. It's nothing woo-woo. It's just, I mean, we're energy beings. So it makes yeah. sense that we're going to need energy healing as well. I have to point the fact that you said it doesn't drain your energy and that you're yeah. the channel and the vessel. That is, I mean, it's incredible to, to just point that out because yes, we get the energy healing um, benefit depending on, um, you know, where we need it. If um, mm -hmm. so question, is it more for like, if people have like mental blocks or it really just depends what chakra, like um, arthr like arthritic, like pains or. So it's, you don't necessarily need like a specific issue to come and get a Reiki session, right? It's okay. going to help you no matter what. So you don't, you don't necessarily need to wait for, um, I don't know, for a neck pain to come right. through, you know, um, which is actually important to point out every, everything that's going to come in your body, in your physical body starts as energy. 
So if you can actually um, heal that before it has the time to become a physical issue, even better, right? So it's like a preventative way, if you think about it. You don't have to wait to have the problem to then look for help. If you constantly are getting, you know, your energy cleared, then all those um, blocks will be mm -hmm. getting moved all of the time. So there's no, there's no worries, I guess. Right, but right. yeah, did that answer? I'm not sure. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes no, no, no. I, I go and I keep talking and I forget what the question was, but no, you did answer the question. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess when I heard the, the term like chakra, I was thinking like mm -hmm. the throat chakra and it's like, I don't know. I I'm learning really. more about I'm learning more about Reiki myself. So I'm happy mm -hmm. that we're talking about it and, you know, just diving yeah. deeper. The throat chakra is a good one to bring up. I love talking about the throat chakra, especially with another woman, because every time I see a woman, um, I always get like something in the throat chakra, right? Because, and it has to do with their voice and it also, um, so imagine this, historically speaking, for how many centuries have women's voice been repressed, right? And somewhere in the world still is, that's still happening. So um, there's always some type of issue around the throat chakra. And that could be like thyroid issues that could develop. It could be, or just always having like a sore throat. I don't know. There's, there's different things that can be related to your throat chakra. And again, let's not wait for it to become like thyroid cancer. You know, I hope that that doesn't have to get to that place, but also it's not just doing the Reiki. That's going to help. I think it's important to point that out. I mean, obviously I, I love Reiki. I love promoting it. And I think it's an amazing tool, but there's other ways to move energy through the body. And what we're doing right now, speaking of it's, it's part of it, you know? So, um, Let's say that you feel like you have something stuck in your throat chakra and you can't do Reiki, scream, <laughs> you know, that's going to move the energy just the same. So don't feel like you have to get your spirituality in um, on the yoga mat only like a good fuck off is spiritual too. <laughs> oh my God. I love, okay. So I have to tell you something. I love that you said that. And I guess just the world and how everything works and the, fact that I mentioned the throat chakra um, earlier I was just telling my husband I had a lot going on in my mind earlier today and I told him I said I'm gonna go in the room and just scream yeah oh my god I got goosebumps you were meant to get this message today like yes screaming helps <laughs> and I I thought it was funny because I just I had all of this pent-up energy in my head in my heart and in my mind and I didn't know how to get it out, get it uh, out. Mm -hmm. like verbally with words mm -hmm. and I said I just want to go in the room and scream and I said I hope you know no one hears and like you know calls <laughs> but <laughs> um so I guess that's why I mentioned throat and there you go it comes out um yeah I, I guess just when you know we need to hear it so thank you for you know <laughs> speaking course. about that um, Absolutely. I, I love it wow yeah, okay, so I, I talked about it. Thank you. <laughs> so what is one piece of advice you would tell someone who is seeking Reiki healing? Would you point out the fact more of they need to connect with a specific Reiki healer, like someone that they know, like, you know, meeting you on social media, mm -hmm. where, like, how would you recommend someone who is actually seeking, okay, I want this healing. I want Reiki healing. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. I think you need to go with your intuition, with your intuition. Um, I guess everywhere in social media is where you're finding, you know, your, um, your Reiki healers, but don't go off just what social media says, like follow your heart. Ultimately, you know, like watch their videos. Uh, if they have a podcast, listen to them. I think you, feel, you can feel a lot by listening to people's voice and just see where you connect. You know, there's, there's no, and I was actually thinking about that today a lot because having a spiritual business and, you know, you still want to do marketing, but 
there's no marketing that will really attract the right people. You're just gonna, it's, it's all energetic energetics really. So yeah, I think that take that into, um, into, into account. It might look super pretty and all like nice, light laid out, you know, but how does the energy feel? Like, how does the energy of that person make you feel? Does it feel expansive, like in your heart? Or does it feel like weird in your stomach? Like, listen to your body. Your body's going to tell you cues. On, And also, if you do like, I don't know, if they offer a clarity call, if they try and close it on the call, to me, that's a red flag. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I feel like you need to allow people to really sit with their decisions, especially depending on how much the investment is. I feel like you really need to allow people to not feel pressure into closing right there and then. So those are my tips. Okay. What stood out to me was when you said, listen to the energetics of their voice and how you, how mm -hmm. you feel when you listen to them. And yeah. you have a podcast called Spirituality and Shit. Congratulations on starting that Thank in 2022. You. Thank you. Whenever I hear your podcast, I feel like we're sit like you're like we're having a conversation, like we're sitting in the same room and your energy and your voice just listening to you, it it lifts me up no matter where oh, I am, no matter <laughs> your Thank voice. you. That means the world to me, Christina. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Your voice is so powerful and i'm so excited about your podcast spirituality and shit so tell us how did you come up with the name <laughs> thank you thank you so much thank you for being on my podcast too by the way that was such a fun episode oh, um yeah i played with the idea of having a podcast for about a year before i decided but one day uh I was actually taking my dog out to do her business <laughs> and I had my kid with me and he didn't want to walk. I was holding him and it was just like me trying to be like super spiritual about things. I'm like, you know what? Let me take this opportunity. Dog's going to poop. I'm going to teach him about um, number two, you know, like okay. that's it. We're going to take this and do that. Well, the dog pooped. I got annoyed with poop everywhere. Like the neighbors didn't pick up their shit. And I'm just like getting really annoyed. I'm getting super annoyed of all my neighbors. Like, oh, there's shit everywhere. Anyways, finish what I'm doing, coming back. And then my dog stops like by the entrance where's the concrete and just takes a massive dump right there. Okay. I have no more bags. I, I can't clean this up. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like laughing at myself because two minutes ago I was just criticizing everyone for not picking up shit here I am can pick up my own dog shit because I literally don't have bags like I can come back I get it but it just had me laughing so hard at myself because I was being so judgmental right like this is a silly example obviously people need to pick up their dog shit duh yeah. <laughs> but I just related it to life and how we judge people shit without knowing what they're going through, you know, and eventually you're going to have some shit of your own to deal with. And so I just thought about that in, in spiritual communities too, how there's so much judgment still. Right. Yeah. So I thought, you know what, let's make it spirituality and shit because it's both. Okay. We're here. We're being human. We're spiritual because that's our essence, but we're dealing with shit, obviously. <laughs> Otherwise we wouldn't be here. You know what Absolutely. I mean? We'd be floating in the astral realm. <laughs> so while we're, while we're here, we're meant to be spiritual and we're meant to deal with shit. So that's <laughs> how I got inspired. That's honestly, story. <laughs> I think every single person listening or watching who has a dog has been in that situation before they've been out with their dog they see other people's you know dog shit everywhere and they're like oh this is so annoying you know it's it's like la little landmines like you don't want to yeah. walk on it <laughs> and then it comes to the point where then we're walking our dog and if we don't have a bag so I honestly love that real life story <laughs> to spirituality because it's the truth and then we judge people instantly and then 
we ourselves one day could not have a bag and then it happens to us. So yeah, we're all we're there's going to be times when we're going to be dealing with their shit and we will want people to just be more understanding. So not judging is such a everyday lesson, I guess. <laughs> we have to practice. It is. And I would say like over the last two years or so since uh, the pandemic, I've taken that into more in account whenever I communicate and interact with someone. Um, You really have no idea what is going on in that person's life, what happened to them earlier in the day. So it's, it's almost like giving people a little bit more grace, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like the fact that you said that and how you know, it's just something that we have to keep practicing on everyday basis. Because as humans, like, in my opinion, I'm sure you'll agree, I, we just have to love each other more. Like, let's be honest, we just have to love each other more. Yes, love each other more, love ourselves more. Always more love. Like you can't, I always say like, you know what, if it's, if you don't know the answer, love is the answer. And if it's not working, just up the dose. <laughs> I like That's that. It. I like that. That's so true. So other than spirituality and shit, what's a one word that you would use to describe your podcast? I mean, I just listening to it, it's so multidimensional. It really is. But like, what's one word that you would use to describe your podcast? Uh, fun. <laughs> and I guess real. I try to keep it real. Like I'm even with the editing, sometimes I'm not editing, you know, there's there's a program that I use that tells me to like edit all the ums and whatnots. And you know what? I did for like the first or two episodes. And then, you know, it's just how we talk. We're thinking through our answers. Like, this is us being human. Why am I editing this? This is this wasn't the point. So that's fun and real. Real fun. <laughs> Ooh, real fun. And you know, it's true. We are humans. We're not robots. These answers are not programmed and memorized and um like mo- like movie like actor like no. This is all right. real. And people can feel on the other end when they listen when you're being real and genuine and wow, I really love that. So really fun is spirituality. Yeah. Um That's- I want to keep it. I want to keep it real and fun. That's, did you ever do that test? What's the one that the, oh my gosh, that number test, you know, like what's your number? I forgot. Time when everyone was like, oh, what's your. The Myers-Briggs one? Maybe. Can't remember. But mine was like number seven and it was all about having fun. So like, you know, Uh, (laughs) I don't think I have done it. I would like to do that though. I'll find, I'll find what it is and I'll send it to you. Yeah, I would love to do it. I and love see, personality tests. Yeah. And see what my number is. I would be very curious to know. Um, so Enneagram. That's what it is. Sorry. It ah. just like popped in my head. Enneagram. Enneagram. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Do the test. Let me know what your number is. Okay. So I just wrote it down. I'm going to do that later on today. Yeah. Fingers. There's no. There's no right or wrong answer. I'm crossing my there's fingers. No right or wrong. There's no right or wrong. <laughs> yes. So, who inspired you to start a podcast? Like, why a podcast? Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is a couple of things, right? I did, like I mentioned earlier, I did Beachbody, and most of that business was done on Instagram. And for the years that I did it. It was, I mean, not Instagram and not Beachbody, you guys don't get this wrong. It was like how I was doing the business. I was on it all the time, like posting this, trying to make sure I'm posting like at 12 p.m. when people are like taking their lunch breaks. Like it, it was such a rigid schedule that I wanted nothing to do with that, like ever again. And I felt really like in a box also. And wasn't necessarily seeing the results that I wanted. It wasn't like for the amount of time and my effort being put into it and the results I was getting from it, it just, it didn't make sense basically. So I started to see, and I was listening to podcasts already, you know, like before, before 2020 happened, like the pandemic, I was already into personal development. I was already like listening to stuff as I'm working out or driving 
listening, like trying to gain knowledge, not like waste time listening to crap, you know? So listening to spiritual podcasts, remember like entrepreneurial podcasts or whatnot, I started seeing these women like talking the same things, right? They moved away from um, dedicating their time to an audience on Instagram. And basically it's not that they left Instagram, it's that they made their focus something else, right? Either their website, YouTube channel, like that's a popular one, but podcasts became like the top thing that I kept seeing coming up. And then I kept seeing like on the news, the amount of money being invested in podcasts or podcasters, like really rocking the world out there, you know, like, um, yeah, just news about podcasting being everywhere, you know, and I followed this one specific podcaster who I eventually hired as my coach and she helped me launch. And I noticed that, and she told me this, that most of her clients would eventually come through podcasting. Either she was a guest in other people's or, or she had someone as a guest and that audience came to her, her podcast anyways. And she said that that was the best way to spend her time because one, she wasn't limiting herself and it was her, it was hundred percent her, like no filter, no, however many words you have to put in here, you know, it's, yeah, it just, it just felt real. Like I said, uh, it felt more real and she was having fun with it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not having fun with Instagram at all. And she taught me how to use all of the stuff that I'm doing on my podcast and just put it on Instagram. Like there's no recreating more stuff, you know, it's whatever I'm using for my podcast. I'm going to put that everywhere out everywhere else, basically, instead of working double things and yeah so it was basically to me it was a way to have my voice out there but also a way to connect to my audience in a deeper way and just be myself without filter like I feel like in in this way they can really find out more about me other than watching me I don't know do a workout or see what I eat and see me share the sunrise 800 times <laughs> you know right. yeah I saw somewhere, I read in a blog and it was about, I was researching like platforms, right? Different social media platforms, um, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, whatever, all of the above, everyone knows them. And it said, yeah. you know, nine out of 10, which probably 10 out of 10 people um, have a social media um, account on one of those. But mm -hmm. then it said when you uh, switch to podcasting and if it didn't even say 100, it actually brought it down to 10. If you grab 10 people and put them in a room, odds are one of them has a podcast. And so like like hosts a podcast. Right, right, right. So I was like, wow, when you think of saturation in the market and just scrolling for hours and hours right you're like okay how many people are on this platform right millions and millions but then when you look in the podcasting space there's about one out of ten you know human beings host a podcast so I think that already your value is through the roof just by you using <laughs> your voice and what you're passionate about and to bring it to all of those listeners who were like like we just want to grab and just listen and just absorb all of your info and I think it's a really beautiful thing that the podcasting space is not saturated like I'm I, I think that and it's being, forever there like people can go back to episodes and just listen and connect from like something three months ago you know whatever you post on Instagram if it's not in the top 12 people aren't looking at it anymore there's like that's it. You're expired, <laughs> you know, and there's no expiration date on our episodes. People might not listen to it right away, but maybe they'll binge one day and then like really connect with you, which is also something else. Like you said, like the time you're scrolling, no one's really connecting. Nothing's actually like going into people's head. Yeah. When someone pushes play on and listens to a full episode, that's a dedicated person. Like that person is your person. So 
and that means a lot more to me like if i get if i have 10 people which now i'm getting more <laughs> but i used to get so excited like oh my gosh 10 people listen to my episode i'd be like mom was that you and it wasn't so i'm like who is listening uh, but you know, it just it means a lot more uh, thank you <laughs> a lot more like that 10 people heard me talk for 40 minutes than 200 people did this on my stories and probably didn't like no nothing that I talked about actually was absorbed you know what I mean so yeah it's I got turned off by Instagram (laughs) same here and also I feel like um our message we have to try to condense it in what like a minute two minutes whatever we can in stories which like you said 24 hours are real and what we're talking about we need more than a minute (laughs) we need more than a minute (laughs) 100% yeah don't have I hate trying Anything that's, that feels limiting to me is a no. Yes. Well, I'm happy that we're in this situation. I'm so, so excited about spirituality and shit. Yeah, the, the episodes, every time a new one comes out, I'm just like, play, play. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody go listen. <laughs> um, yes, go listen. So I wanted to jump in and kind of switch into Akashic if I'm, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, Akashic, Akashic, yes. Akashic records and how do we access them? You're an Akashic reader. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so this, this is very new. Your audience is getting like hot, juicy news right here because I just wrapped up this course in December. Um, I haven't even gotten my certificate yet. I haven't even put it up in my website or anything, right? It's like that new. And yeah, so the Akashic Records, it's, uh, let's think about all of the information available in the, I can't say the world, because it's like even more of that in the universe, you know, it's your energetic library of information that contains all of the details of your soul and its journey till now. But it, it's, um, so it spans from like past lives, present lives, obviously, future possibilities. There's no like future telling. That's not a thing. But it's, I always say it's like a library of your soul. So you get to access the library of your soul and ask questions, see if there's something that was happening in the past life that's a, that's an energetic block that's still, you know, messing up with you in this lifetime um I'll, I'll give you like a really quick example that just popped in my head and if it popped in my head I feel like I have to say it <laughs> um yeah. let's say food right people like obsessed with food maybe they'll find out in a past life that they didn't have all the resources available to them maybe they died like of hunger that I've seen that happen people tap into other into um the Akashic records and find that out And then it's just because the soul doesn't know time, right? There's no time in the soul's dimension. So it's, it's still registered in your soul. And for however long lifetimes, this is being carried like, oh, I need food. I need to accumulate food. I don't want to be hungry again. I don't want to be hungry again. I don't want to be hungry again. So you like carry this with you for however many lifetimes. And then eventually, hopefully you get to heal that and, it's basically um, me letting your soul know that knows that there's no need to fear that that food is available at all times that this happened in a past life and you can move on with your life in this present life knowing that you have everything that you need. So that's just one super quick example I wanted to put out there of how this could help someone. Wow. When when you said that, I just have to tell you that I looked away for a second because I had to write this down. Um, library of your soul. That mm-hmm. is so deep and expansive. When I think of a lot, you know, library is X amount of books. You know, it, there's no number of books in the library and it's of your soul, which is multidimensional, which like you said, it's past lives and it's just so incredible to think of things that we're experiencing today like you said food I 
sometimes I hear and um, from other people and whatever, I'll just give an example of myself. Like I mm-hmm. am, I've been to Japan. I am obsessed with the Asian culture, the food, the belief system, the way of life, everything. Yeah. And um, sushi, just all of it. Okay. And I'm like, I actually had like a had a life there. I got I, I'm like getting chills as you're saying it. <laughs> I I think about I'm like, why do I have this affinity? Right? I'm into mm-hmm. anime. Me and my husband watch shows in Japanese. I know a few words. <laughs> A few words, not too much, but it just comes so naturally and easy. And it makes me think of, you know, everyone has their thing that they're into. And it's not, it's not for nothing. Like there's a reason why we like certain things that we like. And I think it's such a beautiful thing. Like, wow. I thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. I think your soul has that memory and so brings that love to this life it'd be it'd be interesting to access your akashic records to see what's that about but um with that being said the things that come up in an akashic Mm -hmm. reading is what needs to come up so sometimes you do have questions but it is your higher self that really determines if you're ready for the answer yet or not so whatever comes through is going to come through for healing purposes only it's nothing it's nothing to make you traumatized or anything like that like nothing that you've had in a past life that was traumatizing that will traumatize you again like that's yeah. not a thing where it's all for healing purposes and so that you can keep expanding really and just keep having that inner understanding inner knowing and just falling more in love with your life I feel like that's what happens the more the deeper I go into my soul into people's soul I just fall I fall more in love with humanity it's so it's so true the deeper that we go into everything that we're doing it's like we're learning more about ourselves the people around us and it enriches the hell out of our life like let's be honest it enriches the hell out of our life and um, I feel like for so many reasons like spirituality and the whole concept is just it's expansive as hell but it's mm-hmm. so like beautiful and yeah. each each modality whether it's reiki whether it's akashic records is so special and unique in itself and i feel like we just need to like shout it from the rooftops like everybody <laughs> come over here and join yeah. join our party because we would love to have you 100% and it's inclusive I think it's important to say that to you this is not has nothing to do with any religion and it which also doesn't mean that there's like if you have a religion this isn't for you no it just means it really is open to anyone and everyone and it's the type of thing and I was actually chatting with someone about this today it's that it's spirituality but in a freeing way like there's no boxes to check or categories that you need to fit yourself into or anything it's it's a freeing way of being really in in real in touch with your soul and knowing that you have control wow just when you said soul it made me think of the word time and Mm -hmm. our time here And so I have this like crazy thing where, and I just want to get your opinion on it. I have a watch on like today, right now, just for what, I don't know, but I have my watch on. But um, a lot of times I try not to look at the time because I don't want, it it almost makes me feel constricted when I look at the clock because it's like, oh, this is, lunchtime, dinner time. This is blank time because that's the society that we're kind of in and plugged into. But sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like if we unplugged from that because time is an illusion, it's kind of we have all agreed, okay, it's, you know, two o'clock right now. So yeah. and when we talk about past lives and how it just my mind just keeps going. And I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I have this vision of like time in my head um I was telling my husband about it so I want to share it with you um have you seen the show on Netflix Bridgerton 
no. Okay, so it's, I'll just... it's a popular one, right? I think I it's the one with the hot dude. <laughs> I wish I've I knew. Memes. <laughs> I wish I knew their names. What a, I'm so bad, but yes. Um, okay, so it takes place a very long time ago. I should have prepared and told know the the exact um, date of it, but it just popped in my mind because I was thinking about time. Yeah. And it takes place a long time ago, and we see the problems that um, these people are going through, and I. I I can't help but relate to them today in this present day with so many hundreds of years apart in mm -hmm. time, you know, mm -hmm. in, in our um, technology and whatever we have versus a long time ago before they even had technology. I wish I could, I wish I knew the date, um, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, and it, it makes me think of today what we're doing and how we're presenting and how we're in this world what mm -hmm. the hell is time and and how how do we it's I can't even put it into words right now I don't even know it's I know the time thing it's such a it's a mind fuck honestly. it is it's a hundred it always is because it's like okay yeah it's a man-made concept we can all agree on that but like you said you can look right now and you can see the time and we use time to like organize ourselves right and so that's but that's that's it that's exactly it it can be both right and that's basically I actually talked about this on my episode yesterday like time is a thing that we're always thinking we're thinking that we're running out of, right? Like it's a resource that we're running out of. Like it, that's just not a thing. It's, it's nothing that we're running out of. And whatever, whatever you need to do in this lifetime while you're here being Christina on earth, you're going to have the time for it. Like no one's going to rob you of that time. So like know that you have all of the time that you need to do all that you came here to do, right? Wow. But, but yeah, when you go and you talk about past lives and all of things like that and the truth of the matter is I'm going to blow your, maybe my mind's still getting blown too every day. And I love that. Okay. Like I allow that. Yeah. I allow that expansion all of the time. Absolutely. <laughs> but Absolutely. the truth is that the past, the future, present, it's more of a linear thinking and it was just made so we could understand things better. But the truth of the matter is it's all happening simultaneously. Like there's no past, there's no future. It's all happening yeah. right now, right? So uh, I'm gonna have to find like a picture of of this being represented because, and it took it takes me a while. It took me a while to actually get it, and I still sometimes get tripped up like trying to even talk about it. Yes, <laughs> because yes. It's it is such a hard concept, and that's here's okay. Maybe like a hundred years ago, talking about past lives was like whoa nobody can believe this actually happens right so yeah. like now talking about multi-dimensions is the new thing that people will eventually get and then eventually the past future thing won't be a thing but yeah I don't I know that wasn't a question and I know that, that I didn't answer jack shit but yeah the time thing is it makes me it trips me up all of the time <laughs> all the time of course time trips me up all of the time because yeah, some I'm just I catch myself thinking, why am I doing this for? Like, what's the what's the point of this time? Blah blah blah. Like, yes, yeah, but still no answer. There's but no like exact. I, I think it can be both. It can be a, a it is a man-made thing, and it is not a thing at all. So, right. part of our human experience is just allowing that contradiction. How comfortable are we with the contradiction? <laughs> It's like you said earlier, a question. Like, I think that we need to just question more things around us. And that definitely ties in with time. You know, that's just one essence of, you know, everything that we're presented in life every day. But mm -hmm. I think the more that we question things, the more we learn about ourselves and the more that we're able to maybe treat ourselves better you know, ourselves, yeah. self, self-care looks different for everybody. Um, and it feels different for everybody. You know, uh, I use meditation as a self-care, 
um, tool. Like I have to meditate at least once a day, at least once a day, my breathing techniques. And I learned that that helps me leave almost my human body. When I close my eyes, like I have this um, vision and I, I, I think that we all could have that in whatever way feels good to us, right? So, 100%. so with meditation, it takes me out of my body and I get to sense where I need to almost like feel um, like relax, like the shoulders, like release tension and stiffness and mm-hmm. whatever in the body. And then it allows my mind and I ha- I came up with like three different things I want to present this year to everybody in my meditation two days ago, like, there's no rhyme or reason it just came to me. And I was like, wow, I want to write this down, but I want to stay here and see what else comes up. It- so you have like mental visions right here. That's amazing. You yes. could, you know, um, I know you asked, like, how do you do the Akashic readings? How do you mm. access them? Mm. And the training consists of that, right? Like of doing various meditations. So you get yourself to a meditative state, but then there's like, there's some guiding that goes into like the meditation in order for you to access that. But if you're doing that in your meditation already, I'm sure you'd be able to access your own Akashic records. And, oh my gosh. Yeah. And wow. Because most of people, they have some troubles like with seeing, right? And they think that they're not getting anything, but a lot, a lot of communication in other realms happen um, in your body too. Like you, you have feelings, right? Or you just hear, you don't necessarily always see things you have, like, there's, you have to be aware of all of your senses and not just fixate on what you're going to see. Like, and it's not going to be like a movie for HD in your, in your, in your screen, your mental screen, but yeah, I, that's so exciting that that happens to you because that's a good sign. That's a good sign. It's like, you're already unblocked. Oh, that's so good to hear. I, I was like, what the hell is happening? But I love it and keep going. And I, it's almost like I had to tell myself, wait, stop trying to make sense of what this is and just let it, it. yeah. And just like, let it flow And when I did more came in, I was like, wow, this is incredible. And then I kind of like fell asleep. And I said to myself, I hope I remember this when I wake up. (laughs) I hope I remember this. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, that's beautiful. Like you just described fully surrender. That's it. You fully surrendered. It came to you. You weren't even attached to like staying awake. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, well, I should go to sleep now. Like it just, it felt like everything just fell into place, but that's beautiful. Thank you. It's, it was through a meditation and I do my meditations through headspace. Okay. Um, they have an app. I always talk about it. It's, they also have it on Netflix, which is how I even found it. I have to say the truth. Um, (laughs) and now I use it every single day and it's helped me. I can't even tell you how much meditation has helped me so like soothe my soul yeah I agree it does the same to me yes okay so I wanted to touch base with Reiki and I wanted to share with the audience so I went on your website and I see you are currently booking for Reiki in person in South Florida or online anywhere in the world and Uh, open to book for Akashic readings, not in person, but open to anyone in the world or no, not yet. Yes, it's, it's open to anyone in the world. So um, I'm not sure when this, when this episode's coming out, but whenever this episode comes out, reach out to me and we can book it. I will, you know what, this is great. It's going to get me a fire in my ass to put that up on my website. Stop. <laughs> no, 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 no fire in your ass. Whatever is no, I mean, supposed like, to be will be, moving, you know? <laughs> Whatever is supposed to be will be, and it'll come at the right time. It will absolutely. Yes, there we go. Talking about time. Yeah, it. it will come at the right time. Whatever that may be. Whatever that looks like, right? Whatever yes. that looks like. Yes. Um, 
So Natalia, any last words? I'm going to end with a little something that I have for us, but any last words that you would like to share that we didn't touch on anything? Um, since it's just the beginning of the year, I guess I want to start leave people with a message for this year that um, just remember to stop during the day to breathe, you know, take some breaths during the day when it gets so busy. Remember to look up and like see a beautiful sky. Remember to fall in love with yourself if you're not there yet. Remember to love yourself every day and just yeah, listen more to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's, the last, that's the last tip. <laughs> yes, listen to spirituality and shit. You know, I'm going to put all of the links below to your website, to your podcast, to all of your socials, everything. Um, thank you for that. And everyone, it is a brand new year. And do more of what you love. Do more of what you love. And so I always end the podcast with an inspirational quote, and this is the one that I have for us today. Yay. If you make your internal life a priority, then everything else you need on the outside will be given to you, and it will be extremely clear what the next step is. And that is from Gabby Bernstein. Oh, love her. I love Gabby. Um, and to dissect that quote a little, it's, it's true. If you make your internal, which is, it's your soul. If you mm -hmm. make your soul priority, then everything on the external will come and will follow. It will show up. Yeah. I, this is something that Tony Robbins says, um, I guess you don't need to know the how of everything. Just take the first step and the next will appear the universe will show up for you. So take the first step and the next will appear. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I was listening to a Tony Robbins book the other day, like literally yesterday, yeah. an audio book, but um, just because I love his voice. <laughs> it's yeah. so impactful, like listening to his voice again. Okay. That is opening into um, like the throat chakra, like listening to his voice. See? Yeah. There's some power there for sure. And yeah. energy, like you, you feel it, like woof, one hundred percent. Oh my gosh! Okay, enough about the throat chakra. <laughs> hey, we can do a whole episode about the throat chakra. <laughs> Bring women in to let it go. Imagine, hey, let your throat chakra relax a little. It'll be a screaming fest. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> screaming, singing, who knows, right? Whatever comes out. Of course. It can be fun. We can do karaoke. Come on, let's get creative. <laughs> That's true. Let's do a karaoke night. We could we, we could we could do like a karaoke night like on um like on the computer and everyone wherever they are around like the world cuz we have listeners. I have listeners in like 13 different countries. Like you guys yeah, are That's so exciting. Out. Thank you. You guys are out there. I love connecting with you and Natalia is incredible you guys have to subscribe asap right when you're done listening to this hit the subscribe button yay okay thank natalia you. thank you so much for coming on the if i don't laugh i'll cry show podcast until next time thanks for having me bye thank bye. you i want to thank you for listening to the if i don't laugh i'll cry show I'm Christina Johnson, and I'd like to ask you to subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, or Google. And if this episode inspired you, please leave me a review so that the podcast can grow and I'll be able to impact more beautiful souls just like you. Have an amazing day today. Bye.